Yeah. It's time to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time for Ed and Sean. It's time for part dose of Geeksters. And welcome to episode 246, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. Welcome to part two, all. Welcome back to part two. Ooh. Actually, welcome back to the show. And hello to part one. Part part two. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going somewhere with it. And it just went south. Yeah, I lost. A Google Maps got lost somewhere. I had a fritz. Sorry. <laughs> I was traveling on a route and then uh, wound up on a route. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so here in part two... Um, we give you we go back in time to a place a a gentler place called 1996 one of the special little game came out called Crash Bandicoot ooh and then we flash forward to the 21st century and talk about Crash Bandicoot the Insane Trilogy (laughs) well mostly Stacy does the talking (laughs) and it was insane uh huh uh huh (laughs) and insane Uh which is the letter N and not the I-N part. Uh-huh. <laughs> Still works. <sighs> yes, you... Uh, I like to say it. It's... If you, want to, if you want to test the strength of your relationship, play video games together. <laughs> <laughs> it will tear you apart. Trust me. I even know from experience <laughs> that it will. I say now Stacy and I share a common bond. Of hatred towards Crash Bandicoot. I was just <laughs> She's busy cross-stitching over there in the corner. <laughs> She's not even looking. She's like, fuck you, I'm cross-stitching. It's, it. it's her little cross-stitch app. She's smiling because you know, she's yeah. like, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. She's like, just wait till we get in the car. Could tear you a new one. <laughs> and then after that, we get into the news. Yeah. I bring you some news articles. Spanning the globe, and by globe I mean Spider-Man, Power Rangers, and Star Wars. <laughs> and then Star Wars. Oh uh, yeah, 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 right, yeah. All right, okay. and then we uh, get into an in-depth discussion about the rating system. That's right. All right, but when we come back, I will have a bonus article. Nice. Maybe two because I do want to follow up on something. Okay. But uh. So sit back and relax, and we'll uh, see you at the end. All right. I didn't even put it over. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. It's way over here. (laughs) All right. All right. I'm just going to sit way back here. (laughs) Okay, I'm having a little problem with my fucking Facebook now. Technical difficulties. You have sex with Facebook? No, I said one of the problems with Ow. Facebook. Oh, fucking Facebook. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's see if I can close that and let's try opening it again. Lord, you know what? Yeah. Fucking stupid computers. <laughs> all right. Technology isn't a great, kids. All right, so. Let's try. Anyway, we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Back. Listen to Geeksers here live on AquanetRadio.com. iTunes, tune in and... That's it. I, I, yeah, I, it's iTunes, iTunes Radio, tune in, 
and AquanetRadio.com. Yes. All right. Just search Aquanet so, on those apps. While uh, while I'm trying to get everything back up and running, why don't we do a game review? Or why don't Stacy do a game review? And I'll jump in accordingly every once in a while. All right. Sounds awesome. <laughs> what game are we reviewing, Stacy? The Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. All right. Um, came out Friday. Yep. Yeah. So Sean picked it up. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, I played lots of Crash Bandicoot. Okay. I never played it on the PlayStation. By the time I got to it, it was already on P- P- PlayStation 2. Okay. Um, so as soon as I hear about it, I'm like, I need to replay this. It's remastered. I need to experience <laughs> this. I fucked up. It's <laughs> <Just> bad idea. <laughs> why? <laughs> Explain why. I don't think I've been this frustrated with a video game in like 10 years. Really? Yes. Wow, okay. Just really hard to play or what's frustrating about it? It's not that it's hard to play. It's that all you got is jump, spin, walk. Okay? Like, that's it. You jump with X. You spin with with square. You walk with your joysticks. Okay. Right? That's all you got to do. Makes, there's makes no triggers. Sense. There's no bumpers. Okay. Triangle, circle. None of that shit matters. Right? Right. But it's difficult as fuck. Like, really, really hard. <laughs> um, so I'm playing it, and I'm, like, really into it. Um, basically, you are Crash Bandicoot, who is, like, an Australian dingo mm-hmm. kind of character. Um, there's a bad guy. I don't remember his name. He has a big-ass N on his forehead. If you know Crash Bandicoot, you know this guy. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't need to tell you what his name is. I'm a horrible person, and I don't remember it at all. <laughs> Sorry. Um... <laughs> Okay. So, I play the first game because in my head I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play the first one. I'm gonna beat the first one, and then I'll go to the second one. I'll beat the second one, and then I'll play the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one's just Crash Bandicoot. The second one's Crash Bandicoot Two, and the third one is Crash Bandicoot Warped. Okay. Um, the third one I remember the most because obviously it was the later one, so I played it more recently than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically uh, think like Super Mario. There's little levels in a world that you have to go through. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Super like traditional gaming thing. You know, like mm-hmm. there's not a super big long storyline to it. Like you get on the level, you go. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, sometimes the camera is in front of you. Sometimes the camera and stuff is chasing behind you and it's it, very high pressure. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes the camera is behind you and sometimes it's side scroller, right? Depending mm-hmm. on like what level you're playing. Um, so I started up and I'm like, all right, I can do this. The very first time I jumped on one of the boxes that has mangoes in it, I missed that bitch. Just completely over fucking jumped it. Right? Like, <laughs> Sean thought it was hysterical because I'm like, okay, I'm rusty. It's fine. <laughs> Hold on. I just want to say that the, 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 the guy with the N on his forehead, mm-hmm. his name is Dr. Neo Cortex. Okay, yes. there you go. And his assistant, Dr. Nitrous Brio. Who I call Igor. Right. Because eh. it's basically his Igor. Okay. Right? So, they've fucked some shit up. As Crash Bandicoot, you gotta go save it. It is extremely Super Mario Brothers. Right. Right? Like, just not Nintendo. Continue. Okay. It's fireworks. fireworks. You're hearing fireworks in the background. (laughs) If anybody can pick that up on the mics. Did I say something wrong? Am I squeaking again? (laughs) Um, Anyways... I don't know if it's, like, the fact that I'm getting older or that, like, my muscle memory has changed. This game is so hard. (laughs) Like, ridiculously difficult. I probably have died, like, over 150 times. (laughs) Okay. Like, it's it's really fucking difficult. 
the game's gorgeous. There's no, did I can't argue that mm-hmm. they remastered it and they did it beautifully. It's really fucking hard though. Um, I've played it so my hand hurts. Like I'm <laughs> injured because I've played it. So much. <laughs> and because there's literally only two buttons, like my whole thumb area and going up to my wrist is just throbbing. Because I mash the X because I get mad at it. <laughs> so I played it a few levels and I'm like, okay, I'm getting back in the groove of this. It's still really fucking hard, but I'll be fine. So I'm like, here, babe, you play. Now, Sean had no interest in this game. Yeah, I... I... Crash Bandicoot's not his thing. He didn't yeah. play it when it first came out. It's just not... for This, this was a total Stacy thing, right. right? yeah. So he plays a couple ones and he's like... All right, hold on. And he has to like... <laughs> okay, can I give you an idea? It was released back originally back in 1996. Wow. I was 26 years old. I think I had a real job. <laughs> I was doing things. I didn't have time for... We were working together then. Yeah, and it was an original PlayStation game. Yes. I, yeah, I was like, sorry, it just wasn't my thing. Right. At six years old, it wasn't my thing either, which is why by the time I got to a PlayStation 2, that's when I finally picked Crash Bandicoot up. Okay. And continued to just keep playing them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some stuff that I didn't really remember. I was like, I don't really remember this. Maybe it'll like start coming. The more I play, the more I'm like, okay, I, I'm remembering more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go through the levels. There was a couple of them that were legitimately difficult that I just could not get. So I'm like, here, you babe, do this for me, right? <laughs> so get me out of this problem. Yes, and he'll yes. take care of it. And he did after like 20 tries of his own trying to take care of it. <laughs> Playing cold, he's got to like get well, used to it. Okay, yeah. well hold on, I think it is where I have to now give my my side of the story. Yes, I pick it up for her. I give it to her. First thing she does, she asks if she can play because. I, you know, you, we share the same TV. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure, I don't care. I mean, obviously, like, I'm all for, like, a game comes out that day. You play it the day it comes out. You don't yeah. wait, like, three days and go, okay, now I'll get around to it. So, of course, you know, like, go ahead. <laughs> so she starts playing it, and it looks, it, it legitimately does look great. It, mm. it looks really good. Um, a very simple concept. Right. Jump. Spin. Spin. spin move. move. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Like, it's very, 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 you know, like, it's old school gaming at its finest. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm watching her play, and I'm like, okay. I kind of, I remember seeing these games. And I always remember playing the first level when I played the, um, the latest Uncharted game. There's a, a cutscene where um, Nathan and his wife are playing Crash Bandicoot, and it's the first level. You get to play it. Yeah. Which made everyone go, oh, which got, I think, piqued everyone's interest because it's a Naughty Dog title, which is the creators of Uncharted. Yes. So that's where the, the seed was planted that they were actually coming out with it. So I'm like, all right, it's not really, again, not my thing. Mm. So I'm watching her play, and I'm like, I'm chuckling. I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, doing so much more than chuckling. Like, throughout... Throughout me playing it the last few days, he is like folding his laundry and stuff, and he's actually having to like put his stuff over his head because he's laughing yeah. so hard. <laughs> because I suck at it. Like I'm not there was, good. <laughs> okay. There was she legitimately got really mad at me. Like I like we've been we've been living together for almost a year now. Yeah. And I've seen her mad at me. Like because we're together. Yeah. Every guy every relationship you know that look. Yeah. Or that 
that you know when she's really mad at you. I forget what she was doing, and I think she jumped and missed this jump and fell right into this chasm. Just died. <laughs> yeah. Just died. Straight off the edge. And I was kind of quiet up until that point, and all of a sudden I did the... <laughs> Yes. Like it was, it wasn't even like I wasn't even over exaggerating. I thought it was so funny because she's hauling ass and she's doing it and she's jumping. She's and I could see she's somebody, going through the pattern. She does right. like everything correctly. She's going uh, connecting can, all the dots, and then she gets to this point. And I can see the the knuckles of her hands turning white because she's trying so hard and she's so focused on this. Jump, spin, jump, spin, <laughs> jump, spin, move kind of technique, and I'm just like, I'm fighting robotic dinosaurs, and I'm running, I'm running, shooting, and slowing down time, and you're, you're, you're. She's like really into it, like I'm talking like in the zone, yeah, and and she misses this again. It was a guffaw. It wasn't even like it can in, in terms. I'm sure everyone can understand. When you see a little kid fall and take a header, yeah. you know that hard laugh that you do? Yes. That's kind of what I did. But the it moment so mad. I, the moment I, I did it, she got furious with me. Like, like, don't talk to me for a little while kind of mad. Because I was, he was laughing at my pain, Ed. I was in the Okay, so in the he level... It. Yes, it was funny for him. <laughs> He's remembering it now. <laughs> now, what probably made him enjoy it so much is he does a lot more gaming than I do. Mm-hmm. I will ball face laugh in his face when he fucks up. And don't even apologize for it, right? Yeah, never. So because mm-hmm. I was the one gaming... And like in the levels, you have checkpoints. You basically have to break these little boxes that you get mangoes. They kind of look like apples. They're not. They're mangoes. And you collect them. You get to 100. You get another life, right? Super simple concept. It's This is not difficult, Ed. Yeah. It's, it's so difficult. Because I'm like, I'm like, jump, spin, We're going to bring it. We'll bring it to your house. And I'm like, And I'll let you it? play a level. Right. And you're going to get it. <laughs> I mean, I know it's going to be frustrating for me because I'm like, ah, my tongue's sticking out. Like, that, that's my life. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> I, I, I was doing that today. <laughs> so... Throughout the levels, you get these boxes that are checkpoints, and they have seeds on them. As soon as you see that bitch, you know, okay, that's a checkpoint. But what will happen is there's something you have to do right before that. Mm. So I can see the fucking checkpoint box. I go to make the jump, completely do not, I just completely jump into whatever it is, the water or off the ledge or the fire or whatever it was. (laughs) Just completely miss it. So it pissed me off that I was right there by a checkpoint after I had worked so fucking hard and I was not happy that I missed it, and he thought it was hysterical. Okay, I can actually, I can now see the hysteria <laughs> about this. So yeah. Yes. So that's the first time he pissed me off with Crash Bandicoot. Okay. There's more. There's more. Okay. There's always more. There's always more. So we're going through it, um, and we get to a point where he's playing, and while he's playing, if I watch him and he goes to make a jump, I'll go. You know what I mean? What you, what you, <laughs> which That's means, like the worst thing you do to a gamer. You it's like think, making a noise you when would, you're trying to do like the perfect golf. Right. Yes. Right. yes. Right. You would think that there's like uh, every time I press a button, there's a like a uh, she's sitting on an electrical chair. Like if I fuck up, <laughs> she gets she's gonna get killed. Yes. Like it's like. Oh, oh. No, I get nervous for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna stop watching him when it's. 
we finally was like, if you die, you pass the stick, right? Yeah. When I was growing up, I had siblings, and my mama was cheap, and she didn't get us second controllers, so there was no one player, two player. It was, oh, you died, it's my turn, right? right? Yeah. So that's what we started doing. I'm like, if I die, you get to go. So I got so frustrated with one of the levels. <coughs> the Sorry. last level on the first nope, world. That's not, I'm not saying oh, that no, yet. Oh. Be quiet. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> so he's playing and I'm like scrolling my phone to keep from watching him and making, like I can't breathe while he plays <laughs> because I, I'm nervous. <laughs> so that's how into this stupid fucking game that I am. So he takes it as I'm done. Right? Yeah. Oh. And he goes to give it back to me, and I'm like, no, keep going. And he's like, well, I don't want to play anymore. Right? So I play like a couple, another couple lives. I die. Game over. There's a game over aspect to it. You're yeah. not lives, game over. You start away at the beginning. Right? Super simple. Not difficult. Okay? <laughs> so I go to pass it to him. He leaves. He stops playing the game, Ed. Right. Like, I'm talking like, closes the application and it's done. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why'd you do? Like, I look so at him. Mad. I was so angry. And he's like, Well, I thought you were done. And I was like, No, I died. It's your fucking turn. That didn't mean stop the game. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's not what this meant. And he's like, Well, I don't want to play anymore. I was like, So fucking tell me you don't want to play anymore. Don't close my game out. <laughs> but, but you said you didn't want to play. No, like, it was his turn. Good, I good died. thing you didn't have a knife. Like, <laughs> right. I was so mad. I could feel. The laser of anger oh, no. going from my eyes. Like, I knew he could see on my face that I was pissed off that he closed the application. But she had no sympathy that I was so confused on why she no. was so mad. None. No compassion. I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck you and your argument. <laughs> we were playing when you die, you pass the stick. Sick, right. If he did not want to play anymore, all he had to do was say, no, I'm good. I don't want to play anymore. And I'd be like, okay, I'll keep going. Right. Not... Don't t- no, bitch. <laughs> this is not how this works. I get it. You were only child for ten years, so you don't know how this goes. <laughs> ten years. Yeah, I was yeah, just. I'm was still. Going. I'm still waiting for him to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's not an only child. Uh, only child. I'm only, sorry. I missed the only, only child for ten years, so he didn't have to share controllers. No one player, two player, none of that shit. Right. All right. He doesn't know what it's feel like to be stuck with Luigi all the time. (laughs) He doesn't know that feeling. That's my world. That's my life. My whole life. I'm I'm a middle child at that. So even by the time my little sister came along, she wanted the cooler player. And because she's the baby, I still got to give it to her. Luigi has been me, right? That's why my favorite color is green. (laughs) (laughs) She grew into it. So we finally get to the last level of like the first world, Mm -hmm. basically. And they're islands. So we get to the last level of the first island. There's probably like 12 levels on each Uh, world. Something like that. that. It took us three fucking days to pass. Us. Yeah. <laughs> three fucking days to pass this level because it was so fucking difficult. But apparently not only did it take us three days to pass this level, he has some friends that on Facebook shared their PlayStation Network play yeah. and were like, oh my God, I finally fucking did it. Like everyone's getting stuck on it. The best way I can describe it is, remember, not really describe it, it's legitimately like, okay, um, the very last run of that level is you kind of have to jump up in order to jump up you got to spin these planks so that you can effectively jump onto it and basically kind of climb. like a double jump in a way there is no double jump. there's no double jump it's all single jump, <laughs> it is uh, jump or, spin move <laughs> or press the xbox x button down a little longer to do a little higher jump okay okay which is the reason why her thumb hurts <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to have, she's going to put her thumb through my controller. I can feel it. Like, I'm already going, maybe I should buy another controller and make it Stacy's. No, I've slammed it into the bed a handful of times because I get angry. Rage quit. I was so mad that I had to put my headphones on and listen to angry rap music to be able to not to not hear the noise of the... T- to kind of, like, zone out and play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mindlessly play. Right. So I put my headphones on. I'm listening to, like, some angry rap music. And I'm, like, singing with the words. And I'm, like, super into it. And I got really far in the level. I'm like, okay, this is working. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is working. And then a not-so-angry rap song comes on. Throws my whole fucking groove off. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that boy was working. But the last, I would say, the, the home stretch of this level is you're on this top level and you have to... Um, Jump on turtles. Uh-huh. Um, jump on basically the Super Mario the plants that, that spit fire. Yeah. Except these are like more they just eat. You know. <laughs> um, there's a guy with a, a, a the shield. A shield. Yeah. Uh, you also have jump spots where you have to jump onto fire pits, like 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 tiki torches mm-hmm. that the flame dies. So when it dies, you have to jump onto it, and it springs you onto the next side. Okay. All right. But it's a time thing because, right. you know, it's after a couple seconds, you yeah, get caught on fire. Fire, right? right. And there's a couple, there's like, you know, a couple, three in a row, and then there's that gap, and you know that if you fall off, you're fucked. Now, the problem I had is that I'm so used to gaming where even if you just miss the edge, your character instinctively grabs onto the edge to yeah. lift themselves up. up. right. Crash no. don't grab shit. Crash don't grab shit. <laughs> so I you can't... Die. Crash don't grab nothing. Yeah. You, yeah. Grab, you die. The only thing Crash grabs is his fucking mangoes. That's it. Because I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to the ledge, jumped, barely missed, and just dead. I'm like, motherfucker. See, he got frustrated too. I I got so mad. How mad did you get? I got so mad that I actually had to walk away, go have a smoke, and then come back. That's how frustrating. And, and like I said, this is like the first world. It should be beginner. Right. It's, like it's not. It's And then there's moments. You into the right. hard part. And there's moments where they're angled and there's moss on these things that make you slide. So you kind of. And there's these tiki things with spikes on it. So you kind of have to do a slide, jump, duck, hit a mango, <laughs> jump, jump, slide, jump over. So it's it's all like, you know, timing patterns. Yeah. And stuff. But once you fuck up one pattern, the whole thing's fucked. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, I pushed the jump too late, but I made it. But now my, because I'm like, oh my God, I missed it. Fuck. Uh, 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 dead. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that serious. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, I've been playing video games for a really long time. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, this is, this, it's not, that, not that it should be a cakewalk, but you know how I am about retro games. It's sometimes you just can't go back. Yeah. Because and to me, Crash Bandicoot is one of those games that you just can't go back to because it's so basic as far as gameplay goes. Right. Like I said, I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn, where I'm actually you know, like hunting dinosaurs. I got oh, this open world. I can pretty much go and do almost anything. But yet, I can't jump, jump, slide, <laughs> spin, jump, spin. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm looking on Facebook, and like I said today, um, a friend of mine, Jackie, she. It was. It, I literally was outside having a smoke, and I looked at her P- at PS4 share, and it was the exact same thing that I just had to walk away from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my god, I was just playing that. I'm outside having a smoke. I'm so frustrated." And she laughed, and I'm like, "Fine." Like I said, when we finally got past it, 
It literally took us three days. Three fucking days. To just get past wow. that one stretch. Three fucking days. I was like, fuck you, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> I, 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 fuck I mean, you and fuck your mangoes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see, like, I, I love Stacy. I'm saying it here. I say it to her every day. But there are moments where I hated her because I'm like, how the fuck could you miss that jump? Like, <laughs> well, not only or, that. Or she, I'm one of those people that tries to get everything in the game because I'm conditioned now to, thanks to gaming, look under every rock. You see a gold coin, you jump for it, and you yeah, reach for it. Course. You see a mango, you jump and you reach for it, right? right. She's like, no, no, you got sometimes you got to let those mangoes go. I'm like, no. Like, so. There's one part where you have to kind of jump up this kind of ladder-esque type deal where you have to spin these platforms. And they oh, they're time platforms, so you got to jump on there before they spin back to their vertical position. Russian, right. But there's mangoes that are just out of reach where you actually have to kind of jump out and then... You jump back. And control your <laughs> jump back. like Because you can kind of control where, how you jump when you're okay. in the air. But not accurately. It's kind of like, <laughs> I need to go left, so let me jump and slide to the left a little bit. So there's a tiki head that I had jump out to, and you gotta have to like, give the jump diagonally back, up and back mm. in one single jump. Right. And you're like, all right, fuck, I've done that forever. I played Mario. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> this should be a cakewalk. This is easy. I get the ma- I get the tiki head. I'm like, yeah, I got it, but I couldn't control my angle back. So I wind up falling what feels like 16,000 stories <laughs> down to the bottom. And at least at this point, Crash doesn't die. He just You just got to redo the whole thing over again. Mm-hmm. And it takes like a good 30 seconds, maybe like a minute of trying to jump and Spins maneuver and yourself up there. So it's like you get all that work done. And then when you jump and you get all these mangoes except for one, and you're like, fuck it, I think I can get it. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, fuck that mango. There's gonna be more mangoes. <laughs> like, this is the game. You know what I mean? Like it's like playing Mario and you get like little coin boxes that you yeah. gotta hit. There's always gonna be more. <laughs> if you miss one, it's fine. You're not gonna lose anything for missing one. Sean's like, no, I have to get them all. I'm like, and this is why you're gonna die. <laughs> like sometimes you gotta let it go. He's like, I missed a box. I'm like, who fucking cares? You need to go. <laughs> like, keep going. That's where we differ on this. And I'm like, fuck that box and the mangoes that are in that bitch. I don't care. <laughs> like, no, it's fi- that could be five mangoes closer to a free life. <laughs> but I'll I'll use a waste two lives trying to get to it. Right. <laughs> you see how stupid that is? <laughs> I don't care. I need it all. Like it's mine, so mine, 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 mine. I, I feel like Daffy Duck in that ca- Alibaba Buddy cartoon. Mine, independently wealthy. <laughs> mine, mine, mine. Go, go, go. Down, down, down. <laughs> the sun shines. Exactly. The game is really fun. It's frustrating as hell. It is really fun and it is gorgeous. Um, I've only noticed one glitch in it so far. That I kind of am just making myself avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're playing the the side scroller episodes or levels, rather, if you walk too close to the edge of like the little wooden planks that you have to walk on, you'll kind of get stuck all the way to the edge. Okay, which isn't a problem until you get to one of like the little silver boxes that bounce you, mm-hmm. and you can't. You're not level with it to be able to jump on it. Okay. So I'm instinctively just like, don't go to the edge because you're gonna get stuck over there. You know. <laughs> While it's a two D. Side, a 2D game in yeah. a way. There, there is are, depth. There is depth to it. So like even if I'm standing on, let's say, this table 
was the plank that you're walking on. You can shimmy up and down, left and right, mm-hmm. to kind of like. So like sometimes if you're jumping onto a box, your one foot's only hitting, even though you clearly know you made the jump. Okay. Like if you were back a little bit, you'd be square on it. So there's a little bit of a depth perception gotcha. issue. But it's other than that, I'm like, like I wouldn't say I'm addicted to it because I'm only addicted when she's playing. Right. He because, doesn't want to play it without me. Right. He's, and, he's and, addicted and, to the and, laughter. And, That's on. what he's addicted to. I could never get away with playing it by myself anyway because it saves the progress. Like the one of the new things I was looking at, um, the new game, it, it, it adds new features like across all three games, including unified checkpoints, uh-huh. pause menus, right. and save systems, okay. including both manual and automatic saving. saving. It includes time trials which were first introduced in the third game, Warped. Okay. And the ability to play most levels in each game as Crash's sister, Coco. It also features a high-definition 4K resolution and remastered audio and cutscenes featuring newly recorded dialogue from past voice actors from the franchise. Okay. So they really did kind of go, these guys are still alive, let's get them all together and redo lines so we can get a good, crisp, you know, sounding out of them. Nice. And like I said, it's, it's a fun game. But it could ruin relationships. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it definitely is. Because, like, the other time, she, like, when you have three games, yeah. sometimes you, you play one game, you go, okay, you know what, let me go play the second one or yeah. let me go play the third one. I started the second one. She got so mad. I just I'm not done s- with the first one. Why would you start the second one when the f- first one's not finished? Wait, wait, wait. Look at him when you see it. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Project the anger that way. I'm just saying. You play them in order. Yes. Right? Right. If, if you're not done, I don't care that all three games are on one disc. That's fucking irrelevant to me. I'm not done with the first one. It's not time to play the second one. Sean's like, no, they're all on one disc. If I kind of get tired of the first one for a little while, I'll switch to the second one, maybe the third one, and go back and forth. I'm like, no. Because it's not Game of Fucking Thrones. It's not like one big giant plot for the entire game. It's, it's irrelevant. It's like, <laughs> here, you're crashing. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Ding, <laughs> ding, and it's, go. It's not like you start episode two and it, you know Crash Bandicoot two, and it's like previously on Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's irrelevant. <laughs> no, I mean it obviously looks like it starts off as you defeat the other guys. So I'm like, clearly, when you finish the game, you beat the bad guy. So logically, the second game starts off with the bad guy. Newly defeated, looking an act to revenge. Yeah, right. Kind of. I just wanted to see it. I just wanted to te- you know play it a little bit. Right. Because I do remember playing the second one a little bit more than the first one. Okay. Because I think it was a PlayStation, maybe a PlayStation Two game at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, as soon as I started playing, she's like, "What are you doing? I, I'm, I'm playing the second one. Well, why? We're not done the first one. I'm like, it doesn't really matter. Yes, it does. At the first game, you finished the first game. You can, and I'm like. I went to remind her that it took us three days to get off the first fucking island. <laughs> like, on the first world. At this rate, it'll be Christmas by the time we're done the first game. We got three games. I'm like, by the time you're ready to go to the second game, you'll be, you'll be so tired of it, you want to trade it in. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like, no, you just don't do She's it. She's committed. She yes. will finish this game yes. no matter the, how. She'll hate the game. By the, end, by the time the third game's done, she'll be like, fuck this game. I'm get it out of my goddamn game. seat. Yes. Gone. By the end of the game one, she will be committed. 
you can't commit me. You're not my husband. <laughs> do you Actually, yeah. it's pretty easy. Yeah, it's it's not be like, do you yes? Do you yes? Okay, you're married. Officer, <laughs> crash bandicootitis. <laughs> you might say she got uh, bandicootitis. That's what, that's what it's called. <laughs> Put her away. Look, and where's your proof, sir? Look at her thumb. It's worn down. <laughs> From holding that X button down for too long. It was so bad. This is a visual, so obviously no one's going to be able to see it. But it was so bad when I stopped playing, the whole right side of my thumb was just flat. Like, <laughs> there was no curve yeah. to, to the edge of my thumb. It was just flat. I was like, this hurts really bad. And, and then because you only really <laughs> used three buttons, and two buttons in the entire game. Yeah. She holds her fingers out from the trigger buttons like they're guns. Like, you know, like she's like bang, bang, you like yeah. you point. Because she doesn't want to put her fingers near the trigger <coughs> because she instinctively wants to, you know. To pull them. To pull them. Uh, yeah. I was like, I I don't do that. I, it's, it's, I know that there's only three buttons. I know what those three buttons do. And I'll keep my fingers just slightly away. Yeah. But I'm not straight out like I'm shooting McGavin going, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like. But it doesn't affect anything if you do actually Exactly. You can hit that button and nothing's going to happen. Nothing. Right. But in her head, it's, she's got to keep her fingers as far apart as... I mean, it literally I hold is. it like this. It's like she's looking... She's holding two diving well, that'd rods. Be, that'd be uncomfortable right, after like, a while. That's why my hand hurts. And she's like, like two diving yeah, like, rods. I'm, like, I'm just doing it for like a couple yeah, seconds exactly. and I can feel this distress on this. On yeah, the, uh, my hand yeah, hurts all the time. Like, any minute, palm. her two fingers are going to point together and she's going to find water. Like, you know, it's like it's there it is. It's bad. It's really bad. My hand hurts really serious right now. <laughs> it's only going to get worse because I'm not going to stop playing it. Like I, I need to beat them. Right, I have she... to beat them. It's going to be like when I played Batman. I got so frustrated with playing the Batman games because I had to find all the stupid fucking Riddler trophies. Right. Yeah. By the time I got done playing, finding all the fucking Riddler trophies over the what four games right. that they were in. I I'm, fuck ba- the Batman games. Like I'm done. I'm, I can't. I can't deal with them any fucking more. And if they make another one and there's more Riddler trophies, I'll find every single fucking one and bitch about it the whole way through. <laughs> but with Crash, I don't care about all the boxes, all the mangoes. They're apparently are like these little jewels you can find throughout it or whatever. I don't care about any of those. I just want to beat all of the level. Like I want to beat all of them. Yeah. Beating all of them like hundred percented. I don't give a fuck about that. Platinum trophy, go fuck yourself. I don't need that. I just want to play them. <laughs> so now I have them, and I'm like, okay, it doesn't think... I really thought that it wasn't going to take a whole lot of thinking to play these. And I'm like, You okay. probably thought you were going to be done by today. Like, oh, just... Yeah, I thought I was going to blow through all, them. All three are going to blow I, through I, them. I, I honestly thought that, too. Like, yeah. when, I, when, when she had the controllers over to me, I'd be like, all right, I got 20 years on her, 20 years of gaming experience on her, maybe added another 10 years for computer gaming. I got this no fucking problem. Die. Dead. 30 seconds in. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, you know, doesn't it, doesn't it, like, it just uh, like, takes your pride away a little yes. bit. Cause it's it like, definitely was a gut shot to the pride. It was like, oof. You know what? All right. You know what? I got, I'm rusty. I have not used to <laughs> I'm rusty. I'm not used I just such, played hours of games before this, but I'm rusty. I right. am not used to such archaic controls <laughs> of jump, jump, spin. You know? I am holding down, freezing, slowing down time as I lay traps and shoot arrows at robot dinosaurs. I am, my brain and fingers are not wired for just move, jump, Hit slide. Like, I gotta get, I gotta get my mindset back. I gotta remember. Like, I'm like, yeah, gotta get right. basic. Yeah, 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 like I'm very big. Like, okay, think, think kindergarten. Think kindergarten. All right, all right, all right. Fuck. <laughs> Try it again. Fuck. 
God damn it. I can't tell you how many times I muttered, God damn it. Fuck you, Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so good. Like you... With retro gaming, you're used to, like, the big graphic, right? Which yeah. is exactly what it was. You know what I mean? Like, it was super, like, mm, a little bit better than big graphic, but not by much, right? It was, I think, for sort of 32 but, bits at the time. Yeah. But because it's so gorgeous, yes, the mechanics of it feel retro, but it doesn't look retro. retro. Right. So, like, you're like, okay, I know that this is old. I know that this is... I guess we're calling mid '90s stuff retro now. That makes me feel old now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you, does it feel like... it? It just doesn't feel like it's that old, but you know that it is, and you're like, I fucking played this. Why is this so fucking difficult? Because it's truly, truly, really, really fucking hard. <laughs> um, the only other, I don't really have any complaints about like the game. It, it's hard. It's fun. I'm still gonna play it. It doesn't matter. Um, other than like the one little glitch with it, and in the right when you turn the game on. It does like the Activision, um, a step back in time or something like uh, that. Oh yeah, say. it does like a whole. And it does like this whole little intro to to show you. It, it shows like the old way that Crash looked, uh-huh. and then there's like a little machine thing that Crash throws these boxes into, and they come out of a conveyor belt, and you see that they're remastered. Right. And then Crash gets into it, and he comes out the conveyor belt, and you see he's remastered. Yeah. When I first turned it on, I'm like, okay, they just want to show you. This is cool. All right. You can't skip it. Every single time you turn this game on, you have to watch it. It's probably like yeah, 30 yeah, seconds really. long. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. Like a minute, minute long, minute and a half long. I'm like, I, I just like, want to uh, skip it. Like, he's like, you got to try to push circle X. I'm like, I'm fucking every button on this fucking controller I'm pushing and yeah. nothing's working. Like, you have to watch. I get it. The very first time you turn it on, okay, Activision, show your shit off and show that you made it all gorgeous. Fine. Do you need to show me this every fucking time? Like, I wouldn't expect you to turn it on like 20 times. Well, I mean, well, it's a time. Rage quit, leave, walk back, play again. It's, it's, it's like it's like insanity. It's, it really is. I'm just going like, to keep playing this. How fucking annoying this is. I'm going to keep playing it. God stop. damn it. I got to watch this goddamn minute and a half of how gorgeous this game is going to look. Yes. Yes. You're already pissed off at it. Yes. I, I, I already see like the first update for the game is going to be able to cut. To, to stop that cutscene, because I guarantee people are annoyed already. Because if you're going to be spending like five fucking hours trying to get past one level, and if you do rage quit, you do walk away, and, and you want to start it over again, you're going to have to sit through that thing. It's like it mocks you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, remember when we were just a small wee bit game, and you thought we were easy? Oh yeah, yes. welcome to your childhood. Now in glorious 4K resolution. Now welcome now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, 4K of hell. The load screen, once you get past that, like the load screens in between levels aren't too long. Mm-hmm. They're a little longer than what I want them to be, but that's because I think I'm used to faster load screens right. on games now. Yeah. Like I think they were always that length of time, but we're spoiled. So I'm like, oh, this is kind of taking a little longer than I want it to. Okay, cool. I'm playing. You know, like, <laughs> um, I mean, other than that, it's fun. I'll keep playing it. Once I get to the second world, I'm sure I'll have more to bitch about because we're not playing it until we beat the first one, or second game. (laughs) It's just not happening. And it's going to tell me it's auto-saved now, which is lovely because I was telling him, when I was in a freshman in high school, which wasn't that long ago, you guys, (laughs) Um, me and one of my really good friends spent like a whole summer Swimming and playing Crash Bandicoot. Not, not at the same time, but like spinning <laughs> at, at each other's houses. I'm glad you explained that. 
Um, when we weren't outside in the pool, we were inside playing Crash Bandicoot. Well, her little brother got pissed off at us about something uh-huh. and pulled our memory card out of our PlayStation 2 and stomped it into the ground. We were like, oh, we just lost all of that work, you little bastard. <laughs> Did we you stomp him to the ground? No, we didn't stomp him to the ground. We told on I him. Would've. We told on him. <laughs> we told on him. We're rounding him out, see? And That's how did. you do things here in Texas. And her mom did not understand why we were so angry. Her dad was like, why'd you do that? The girls have been working really, really hard on this. And he was not, he's not that younger, that much younger than us. So it's not like he was a baby. You know, not like a toddler. Right. No. I think Elbert's like three years younger than us. It's really not that much of an age difference. He knew what the fuck he was doing. Asshole. It still pisses me off thinking like, about boy, it. that is a lot of, of suppressed anger there, wasn't it? <laughs> she was still mad. Like Our whole summer was spent I, playing this. I understand. I understand. You don't have to Baby, it's okay. Anyways. It's okay. Breathe deep breath. <laughs> so his dad ended up making him take like some of his birthday money or whatever and go buy us like a new memory card for it. We were still pissed off though because we had to start all the over. Over. over again. <laughs> 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 so now that it's like auto save and there's like internal memory and I don't have to worry about that, none of that. She can sleep me. easier. She can sleep yes. easier. She yes. goes to bed with mangoes dancing in her head. Uh, See Sean stomping this little cartridge in the ground. God, if she ever wakes up mad at me, and she's like, you stop, you broke my memory cartridge. I'd be like, did you have that crash bandicoot dream? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess, um, would you recommend it? Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) If you have kids now um, and you want to get them like a fun game that's not super violent and it's super, super basic and you had fun, like if I had kids, I would probably let them play it. Not my game. (laughs) 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 And play on their own profile. Don't touch mine. (laughs) But it would be fun for kids now. It was fun for kids then. So, Do you want to bash your head in the wall? Do you want your kids screaming at you all day long because they can't get this jump or to spin? We recommend this game. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. All right. Ready for some news? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. This first article, for some reason, I have the headline, but when I click the link, it's, it, it's gone. Okay. So I'll just read the headline. Han Solo, Directors Guild rules entitle Lord and Miller to make their own director's cut. Really? Yeah. Apparently, from what I remember, because I read the article a couple days ago. Okay. Basically, because there was a certain percentage of the amount of film, a lot of the principal photography was already done mm-hmm. before they got fired and before Ron Howard stepped in. Yeah. Um, so because of that, technically, they're entitled to actually make their own director's cut. Interesting. So now the question, well, the question that arises is, when it comes out on Blu-ray, I mean, let's face it, we're not going to see a director's cut. Yeah, you know, because it's going to be you know the Ron Howard. They'll probably Ron Howard will polish it up a little bit and rearrange some certain things. Can we cut out some of the slapstick jokes? Yeah, in it. But it'd be interesting to see, like you know, I mean, granted, these guys probably got paid anyway up front. Yeah, you know, um, but I'd be kind of interested to see that director's cut just to see. Very rarely do you have that what if kind of situation. Oh yeah, because there's a lot of movies like they like. The, the original X-Men movie, the 2000 X-Men movie, apparently was recut majorly because the studios didn't understand what the director's vision was okay. for it. I want to see that cut. Right. But it's like a three-hour-long movie, apparently. It's like a really long movie, and it's really bizarre. There's like a lot of scenes taken out of this movie, and I'm like, I kind of want to see it. I know it's going to be bizarre. probably not make any sense. <laughs> it's stupid. 
but I want to see because I want to see like what this guy's vision want to go. What the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> but at least like I saw it, you know, like be happy to see it. But that's you know, but there's a lot of movies like that. You hear like there was other cuts of this movie like that, and then they'll never see light of day. They're right. in some vault somewhere that you know just and you're like I, I want to see it. I want to see what like they like cut out of this movie. What was like not important to yes. the, the story and like, you, know. you can leave Judd Hirsch in 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 fucking <laughs> and yet. There's another movie version of the Han Solo movie that we'll probably never see. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so now recently, yes, the new Power Rangers movie was in theaters. Okay, and has now recently hit Blu-ray. Yes, and DVD. Correct. Which I just picked up today. Yes, we'll eventually get to see it. So it's coming soon to a new, another episode of Geeksters, our Power Rangers review. You and I might have a certain take, but it is. It's very. You know, old, it's my childhood. It's her childhood. Yeah. So, um, but it didn't do so well in the theaters, right? Okay, I don't yes. remember what the, the exact box of gross was. Right, but now according to this article, the Power Rangers director suggests PG thirteen ratings led to box office failure. Ah, yes, I remember this article. You mentioned this article Thursday, I think, or Sunday. I forget when it was, and I and I brought up a question that I thought was interesting, and then you said, "Stop right there." Wait for the show. Okay, yeah. Okay, so... Go ahead. Go with the article. Um, Okay, well, speaking to Screen Rant ahead of the film's release and home video and digital platforms, um, the guy who directed it, his name is... uh, Hold on. I had it right here. (laughs) Frustrating, isn't it? uh, Israeli? That doesn't seem right. But anyway, he attributed the less than stellar box office result to the BG-13 rating, rationalizing that parents might have been deterred from taking their children to a generally kid-friendly film. So apparently, he was looking for more, he thought it would be more suitable for a PG rating rather than a PG-13 rating. Okay. Now, having not seen the movie, we don't know how violent or vulgar it is. Yeah. But I mean, okay, let's face it. There was a scene in the trailers that we could probably all talk about is that where, where the girl goes, apparently I'm a superhero, and the mom puts the, the urine sample cup and goes, pee in that cup. Yes. That's a PG-13 joke, not right. a PG joke. Right. I mean, maybe if you really wanted to gear it more towards a PG audience, that could have been one you could have taken out. Like, or you could have changed the joke a little bit right. in terms of, like, I, would, I think I'm a superhero. We need to see a doctor. Like, right. uh, like something like right. that. Like, something <clears throat> less, you know, uh, mm-hmm. offensive. According, here's the quote. Um, there's been market studies on it, and findings have been that if the movie were rated PG, I don't want to go into specific numbers, which means he's talking about his ass. Right. But if the movie had been rated PG, there would have been more traffic. I think parents were unsure if they could bring their kids to a movie, which surprised me because the movie is is a teen PG-13. We did a lot of preview screens, and to me, it felt like a seven-year-old might be scared, but in a good way. <laughs> they liked <laughs> that they were scared of Rita, but they still came out of the movie enjoying it. Enjoying right. it. They liked what was going on. I think we, we tread that line well, so it was disappointing that parents didn't know they could take their kids to it. I'm hoping now, with that coming out on Blu-ray and DVD, then the man, the parents will feel more comfortable that maybe they'll check out for themselves to see if it's suitable. Okay. You know, um, okay, now that brought up some questions in your mind, which were... Well, the thing, the, the first question I asked you was the fact is, is that would a rating like PG-13 make a difference in movies? And I'm, I'm like a broad spectrum, not just Power Rangers, but a broad spectrum of movies. Now, obviously, there were some movies that were better off being a certain rating. Like, Rated R for Deadpool was the perfect spot right. for it. And everybody saw it. And then I'm like, I know kids that saw this movie. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. it was like, and not deterred. And parents didn't care that it was rated R right. because it was a comic book movie. It was a little right. bit mature and more graphic. It had language in it, but no more. I, I don't know any parent who doesn't utter the word shit in front of their own kids. Yeah, that's right. right. You know. So that's the thing. So so think of other movies that were like PG-13 that like it's like it might have hurt the rating. And that's like it's going the other way. Like a lot of them like, well, we should have got an R rating, you know, instead of a PG-13. But we cut some scenes out so that way we can get a broader audience, which which the PG-13 seems to be that center spot for uh, theater, not theaters, for uh, um, uh, movie companies to make movies because they think, again, a broader audience in the seats make more money. Right. I mean, it. It does kind of go back to Indiana Jones and the um, the second movie, right? The uh, Temple, Temple of Doom, Doom, where there is a scene where his his the colleague guy pulls out a guy's heart, yes, but the guy's still alive. But Spielberg was like, I wouldn't take my kid to see that scene, and at them that's where the that was the first movie to have a PG thirteen rating, yes, because it was like the director of the movie himself said, I wouldn't let my thirteen my twelve year old kid see this. So well, what do you let them see faces melt from the first one? But <laughs> back then he didn't have kids, I don't think. Am, am I muted or something? I no, can't... no. See, what I did was I this was like this, oh, okay. and I turned it down right. because that's actually where we're getting the feedback on her headphones. Oh, okay, there you go. So you right. just got to turn up. Because I couldn't hear myself in the headphones at all. All right. All right. So um, I mean, that was a kind of a – yeah, but he also made Charles and you know Close Encounters. But at the point, though, I think when, when the second Raiders movie came out, it was just different. I mean – I don't know. It's again, but Spielberg. I don't want to use him as as a barometer because this is also a guy who made such great movies, and all of a sudden came out with Big Friendly Giant, which completely tanked. Like, <laughs> you know, it's the first time Spielberg works with Disney, and you get two powerhouses. You're going, oh my god, this movie's going to be great, and she saw it. Was it so bad, it was horrible. Well, the thing is, okay, like, like I'm I'm going to give a movie. I know, I know the I know the reaction of most people in this room is when I say this title. But the reason is because it was PG-13 was the fact of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, don't think of the whole, like, you know, what relationship right. crap probably. Think of the fact of it, if it was rated R versus PG-13. Okay? Would it made a better impact in the theaters if it was that movie? Well, I mean, okay, the argument could be said. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate okay. for a minute. The movie made almost uh, over a hundred, six hundred million dollars. Okay. So regardless of whether it was R rated or PG, somebody might say, "Well, if it was R rated, it would never reach that point." And some people might say, "Yeah, but the movie was kind of lame in comparison to what it could have been." Yeah. You've got these bad guys, and they don't really kill anybody. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, recall it. Um, Viola Davis's character. What's God damn it? What the hell? Is, I can't think of her name. Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller kills more people in it. Then the, the, suicide, team, the suicide, squad suicide squad does, yeah. I mean, she takes out a whole room full of people, and while everyone else is is sword shooting and killing, you know, these creatures. Yeah. So, I mean, would it have been a better movie? I don't know. I mean, I do think that Deadpool threw people in, it, it really, f- in typical Deadpool style, it fucked up a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Because it showed that if you do a movie, if you stick to a character and you give that character the respect that it deserves and keep it as faithful to the comic book as you possibly can, Mm -hmm. people will go see it anyway, especially a character that popular. Right. Which then, which made, you know, Hugh Jackman take a pay cut in order to make Logan R-rated. Yes. You know, so, and I think that Logan itself 
I don't think would have been as good as a PG-13 PG movie, right? Because you wanted to see him. Finally, you got to see Wolverine pop claws into people's skulls, and you got to see the blood. Yes. You got to see the visceral violence, not only from him, but from X-23. Mm-hmm. You know, so you kind of get that you needed that. Mm-hmm. But then you have somebody going, okay, like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is PG-13, obviously. She's Wonder Woman. You know, you don't need blood. The only problem I had... No topless island scenes. No, the problem I had was the fact that when she kills the guy and slams the sword through him, that you see the bottom of the sword through the roof of the ceiling, there's no blood on it. Right. You know? That's so, why it's PG-13 and not Right, R. that's why it's PG-13. So it's And like, another stupid thing, I feel, it's PG-13, it's not PG, it's not G. The, the, the war room with the Nazis... Ashtrays all over the place. Not one freaking cigarette butt in any of them. It's like they don't even put ashtrays in the freaking room. Yeah. Don't be that politically correct. Well, I didn't even notice that. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like you have this. <laughs> I guess heavy smokers notice this kind <laughs> of thing. It's not even a. Sm- I mean, they smoked back then. Almost everybody did in war. Yeah, and, but and, the thing is, is like it's it. That's a whole different argument altogether because of the whole anti-smoking. The ashtrays. They were all right. All right. All right. Yeah, he's right. got kind of a point. Like if you if you don't want it to make a. Why, if you want to make sure it's a smoke-free movie, don't have the ashtray. Right, right. You know, don't give the uh, the idea. Don't give the is. illusion that there's a smoker in the room and not have someone light up. <laughs> right. You know, um, I. So, like, I don't know what other movies would Suicide Squad benefit from an R rating. Maybe. Obviously, that was just one example. Right, I but I mean, like, like, okay, you go, okay, uh, like Indiana Jones, like they were all like PG and the PG thirteen. I mean, like, if they want R, because a lot of that gore could have been a lot better. Like, you could mm. have had a better movie as an R-rated movie, um, in a way. I think it really just depends depends on the, the content. Uh, honestly, because I, I don't think... I mean, the idea is that you do want that middle ground. You want as many asses in the seats as possible. So you got to kind of know how to... That line, and that's where the, the movie ratings come into play. The, the guild that kind of watches a movie before... Right, you know, like you yeah, this movie has not yet been rated. That's because it didn't go in front of a panel of judges to kind of go, all right, well, because of what we saw, it's it's got violence, it's got science fiction action to it, so we'll give it a PG thirteen because there's nothing too offensive to it. But there's been movies where, like Kevin Smith, will talk about it, how many times he had a fight with the MPA rating boards mm. because it was like you spent shave two seconds off of the scene. Or like when they have like an R-rated movie with thrusting, like let's say a sex scene, mm. they'll track how many times you actually see the actual motion of two people having sex and go, that's too long, you need to trim that scene or we're going to give you an NC-17 rating. It's a little silly. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you think about it because it's like, well, if it's an R-rated movie and you're showing two people having sex, how, like a what and you're not seeing penetration, why would you want to give it an NC-17 rating mm-hmm. when clearly it's an R rating? Like, right. just because you see sheets, you know, moving for, like, 10 seconds instead of 7 seconds? Like, like in, in 7 seconds' time, you could be like, um, oh, they must be fucking. And then cut. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> hey, what are those guys doing? And then scene, it's like, come on. Like, use your head. I do think that that board tends to take themselves a little too seriously. Right. You know, but here's another one. Okay, like say like Batman, any Batman movie. Take it doesn't matter which one you okay. pick. Making an R-rated movie, <laughs> I think it would be better. Mm-hmm. I think I think there would be some merit to it because yeah. you you would have a little bit more violence into it, and it would make Batman more of a badass of a character, which right, okay. he is, and it would really portray well in in like an R-rated scene. Okay, sure. 
So, I, I can see that. But I'm just saying, like, like the, you could take other movies too. Like, like there was. I'm trying to think. Like we back in the day, like like Clash of the Titans, the original. Right. Like Titties it, all over the place. There was yes. yeah. there was nudity in this, and it was a yeah. P. It's rated PG. Yeah. And I'm like, Jaws is rated PG. Yeah, right. And you see a disembodied head float up in the water. Yeah. Like it was, or Cannonball Run. <laughs> okay, my one of my favorite movies of the eighties. These bleeds. It's it's PG, flat out PG. How many curses are in that? I mean, there was no no fuck. I mean, the big F word wasn't dropped, but it's like it was curse laden throughout the entire movie. But yet, here I am, little Sean, watching it, going, "Oh my god, this is great! You know, like, <laughs> this is awesome." So then you walk out, and yeah, sure, you're going to repeat those words because that's what you do. Cause yeah. Like, hey, look, I saw it. Who but cares? that's the thing. Like, like back in the day, G was for general audiences. So you knew anybody could go see it. You would, you would, you know, have your kids go see it and not right. worry about it. And yet, PG, which is parental guidance. Yeah. And that's what it meant. You, as the parent, had to decide whether your son can, or daughter could watch this movie. Yeah. And you go, okay, I have to explain a few things or I don't. Like, it's a, that's up to you. You're the parent. It's your job to right. to do that. And then all of a sudden, that's not good enough now because PG movies, they weren't as bad as like, you know, well, of course, back in our day it was. Right. But, it, it, you know, thanks. So then as the, as the 80s went on, they was pushing the envelope as far as they could. Sure. And then that's why PG-13 came along. So now you have, now you've got to go, all right, well, anybody under 12 can't see this. PG's got to be like I don't know, like well, it's, ten it's, to eight or something like I that. I think it's designed for parental guidance for thir- for tw- thirteen and under. Yeah. If you're over the age of thirteen, you're allowed to go see this movie by yourself. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, and that's obviously the sweet spot for whatever reason because it hits the most the broader audience, which is weird because you figure TV kind of does the ratings from eighteen to thirty four year olds are the sweet spot, mm. but for whatever reason, PG thirteen movies are. Obviously, thirteen. To, I guess. Yeah, but know? that's the thing. Like television, though, it's like the eighteen to thirty-four year olds is it basically G. Come on, like, like, well, like yeah, it's but, like but, it's, but, it's not but, that bad, or it's PG. You it's know, also the figure too. Eighteen years old and older, you have a job, so the advertising works because you're going to get that eighteen year old to hopefully buy that item. Right. It's not like a twelve year old kids going to go, Mom, I want a Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but then it's like it's also a timeline because then right. you go like eight to ten was more like a PG to PG thirteen yeah. kind of rating of television, and then to ten o'clock was the stuff that was like really a kind of like almost adult. And you're like, you really watch that ten o'clock, you go, how adult is that? Yeah. Like it's like I've seen worse, you know, right. like like this is nothing. This is nothing. All right, but that's the same. You you, there, you you think about it. Think about the movies you go see and the rating it gets, and go. The movie I just watched, because it has a PG-13, if it went one way or another, how much better this movie been or worse this would have been mm-hmm. if I saw it because, if in another rating? Like, I think PG-13 is such a broad audience that it's just so, like, that's how they're generalizing it now. It just becomes the, the norm of having these movies. And you're like, well, it's PG-13, so it's like, it, you already know if I'm going to get at least one fuck, a little bit of violence. Right. You know, but no real blood. You know, you see, so you, you get, you know what you're getting, and then you go, R, you go, ooh, this could be interesting. Like, like, well, yeah, you know, it's like, and I do think, pretty much almost the sky's the limit, other than like deep sex. You know, right. like, I mean, I do think that Deadpool and, and Logan did help. I, I think that if if Deadpool didn't come around, Logan probably would have been PG thirteen. Yeah, and it would have been. I wouldn't say it would have been a letdown, but it definitely would have been like not as satisfying as a character end as that movie was that mm-hmm. movie was satisfying it was like yeah. 
when you walked out, you went, that was actually really, really good. Like, it wasn't, a, it didn't feel like a superhero movie. It felt like a human drama. Movie, yes. You know, with superhero powers in it. It was mm-hmm. really good. So I, I think that if it went, if it wasn't, if it was PG-13, it'd be, have more, there'd be a more, I would say, tentpole moments where, like, the Geneva part, you'd probably see the kids walk over and there it is, like, with the ending of the movie, let's you, let, be happier. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, would, they would push for the happy ending. I think R-rated movies are more inclined to kind of give not necessarily a realistic ending, but more so of a open end, you can open kind of, interpretation. Yeah, open for interpretation or flat out depressing. Yeah, you know because you know what? Sometimes that happens. Like you don't. Sometimes the heroes don't win. Sometimes the guy doesn't get the girl. Yeah. Sometimes you don't win the race. Mm-hmm. Like Bad News Bears, the original Bad News Bears, great movie. Team lost. Yes. Rocky. You know, Rocky. It wasn't about winning or losing. It was about going the distance. Right. So him losing it was like, oh, it kind of sucks. But at, the, at that point, you didn't care because it wasn't. He kind of says it's not about that. It's about going the distance. It's about lasting. Right. You know? So, I mean, you have those movies. I think that today we live in that world where it's like, well, everyone needs to know that happy endings are possible. Yeah. You know? Um, Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, everyone. If you show up, you get a trophy. All right. So last week mm-hmm. we talked about um, Sony. I think it was okay. Uh, Kevin Feige and uh, um, Kathy. Kennedy. Right, 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 right. Okay, yes. There was that moment where she's like, "All our characters are going to be tied to the Marvel Universe." universe yep. And Kevin's like, "What?" <laughs> Venom, Black Cat, Silver Sable, they're all going to be part of that universe. And he's like, slow your roll, sister. <laughs> like, just because we have, you know, we helped you with Spider-Man and we borrowed him, that doesn't mean that anything else you do is going to be connected. And then it was like people were scratching their heads like a week and a half straight going, well, are they or aren't they? Because one person's saying one thing, right. another person's saying another. I, I, I kind of have an update. Okay. Right? This is from Sci-Fi Wire, and it was about six days ago. Okay. Um. So, it's, I'm sorry, it's Sony Amy Pascal made headlines when she said the studio's new Spider-Man spinoff movies all take place in the world of Tom Holland's Peter Parker. But that world is definitely not MCU. Okay. All right? Uh, Pascal clarified her comments in a new statement, noting that there's definitely no connection between the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Sony's Marvel Universe, which essentially is the Spider-Verse. Right. Spider-Verse, <laughs> and, yep. Um, of course... Even when she teased those connections in the first place, it was pretty clear that she had misspoken. Marvel would never allow these franchises to connect without creative control, and it's been clear that these projects Sony is taking upon are their own. Okay. All right, so um, <clears throat> here's her quote. Everyone seems to have totally misunderstood what I said, and I am so glad for, I'm so glad for a chance to say it. All the characters are part of the Marvel comic book universe, and they're all interrelated in that universe. Spider-Man is now part of the MCU as he was created to be in the beginning. The other things that Sony are doing, which are characters from the Marvel comic book universe, are independent, separate franchises. Both Venom and Silver Sable and Black... Well, it's Silver Sable and Black Cat's name of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it was Spider-Man Homecoming producer, Amy Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> um, thoughts? It sucks. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I was kind of hoping that, like, finally they would play nice together. We've talked about this over and over again many times on the show. 
And it would be nice to have Superman come in, or not Superman, Spider-Man. <laughs> I'd like to see Superman come in and get his ass kicked by, <laughs> by Marvel. But anyway, uh, no, for Spider-Man to come in and be a part of that universe and vice versa, where you could have characters interact. Like, it, wouldn't, it would be nice to see Black Widow coming into the Spike of Spider-Man movie right. and helping Spider-Man out, you know, kind of thing. And just different characters that you could, you know, like secondary characters that were, it's in the Marvel universe, cinematic universe, now going to the Sony-verse. That's what I'm going to call it now okay. so to clarify it. And so that way, you know, so you'd have that interaction. So it would be good. Maybe like, like, like you said, there's enough money to be spread around. Why not? Like, let's get these guys together. Let's, you know, let's, let's, because we need Spidey in these movies. Clearly, not clearly, but we, it would be nicer to have him in these movies. I, I, I agree. Like, we've talked about it a couple times where it's like, guys, like, there's plenty of money. Money to go around. There's no way you can say Spider-Man wasn't going to make your money back. There's no way you can say that Marvel universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't going to turn a nice profit. So, because, I mean, let's face it, this movie could track to make a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. A billion dollars for Sony because apparently Disney's not getting a dime. Mm-hmm. You know, they got their money. I mean, let's face it, Disney owns the licensing rights. Yeah. So, any Spider-Man t-shirt you get, any Spider-Man mask you get that says Spider-Man Homecoming, that ain't going to Sony. That's going to the mouse. Yeah. You know, the mouse knows what he's like. No, no, you guys fucking play. You g- go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, make your movies. Make your make your make your final little movies. Because anything that Spider Man's got his fucking face on, it's owned by the fucking mouse. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. He lifts up that man. You can see the tattoo of the Mickey head on his fucking ass. That's right. <laughs> well, what's your thought on? I mean, I mean, I mean, okay, I, I think. I mean, let's face it, the, the previous Sony movies, Spider-Man movies, have been hit or miss. I mm-hmm. personally like the first two. I'm not a big fan of Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2. Yes. Um, I see your point. You know, what do you mean? No, they were horrible. Oh, oh okay. Well, I mean, there's moments I like, but overall, as a Spider-Man fan, kind of disappointing. Yeah. So the people who are doing this Marvel Universe, Cinematic Universe kind of know how it works. Mm-hmm. So they kind of go, look, Sony, we'll help you out with this one movie. If you give us Spider-Man for our movie, we'll help you out. Yeah. See where we're going with that? And Sony's like, all right, sure, no problem. You know, but we want all the money. Sure, you can have all the money for this movie. Go ahead. You know, so let's face it. I mean, they worked, they, Spider-Man worked so well in Civil War mm-hmm. that it made people go... I can't wait for this homecoming movie. So Sony got a shit ton of free press, press yeah, yeah. just mm-hmm. by having him in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Because Tom Holland knocked it out of the park in my book. He like as he he embodies kind of Peter Parker as I remember him as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so now you have my ticket sold. But now can you you don't have anybody at Sony, I'll let this Amy Pascal woman saying, like, remember Avi Arvid? The mm-hmm. guy, he, yeah. he was kind of the producer of almost every Marvel movie yeah. until it started going south. And people were like, get the fuck rid of this guy. What the fuck's going on? You know, they're doing it right. Why are we screwing it up? Because some guy's trying to be a showboater going, oh, I did this and I did that. Yeah. You know? So now I kind of feel like Sony hasn't proven to, the to I'm going to say me, that they know how to run a fucking franchise. You're, you got this one's kind of like a softball pitch because... Disney helped you. Yeah. 
you had Kevin, you know, come in and go, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we do it. This is how we do it here. I'm going to teach you how we do it. And then you can take the ball and run with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she takes the ball and goes, okay, now we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not what I said. Slow down. Like, you got to, you got to build. Build. You yeah. got to, you got to earn the right to consider yourself a universe. You can't do it after one movie. You got to, Kind of, and it's not even out yet. I mean, right. that's the thing. I mean, you, they're jumping on this, and like, it's you still got a couple weeks yet for this to come out. Again, before you... again, it's like back when they did Amazing Spider-Man Two, where they're already announcing the recall, the Sinister Six. Yeah. And as, as a Spider-Man fan, I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. And then after seeing Amazing Spider-Man, I'm going, oh my god, don't go anywhere near that. Just go away. <laughs> don't touch like, like, don't touch that. Don't touch. I mean, they even had fucking recall alicia keys singing over the logos of the the, you know, the sinister six yeah and i'm like what are you doing no this is gonna be horrible so like why don't you like baby step it in don't jump into the big boy pool until you get your toe wet yeah and then and the thing is i i kind of understand like I, the more i thought about it, i'm like i'm like there's got to be a lot of bad blood between all the licensing and all the for the sure. rights and all that kind of stuff and that's why i see marvel wanting that everything back it's like they would like to share, probably, but it was just like, you know what? Since you fucked us over so many times with so many lawsuits and everything, litigations, all this kind of stuff, that I think they want them back just to own them. And they'll, I mean, they'll use them, obviously, sure. because they, they'll know they'll make money off of them if, if, if uh, Disney got them back. But the thing is, is that, like, Marvel's, like, probably, like, whining about it. It's like, well, don't don't really share too much because they screwed us over in 1987 yeah, or whatever, right? you know. Yeah, I mean, they are, but, I mean, you also got to think, too, it's like, Maybe just like any like every time there was a bad Spider-Man movie had that Marvel logo at the opening. Yeah. So you're like, anytime you have a movie that that doesn't get critically acclaimed or gets kind of shunned, looks bad on the brand. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like saying like, hey, I'm Michael Jordan. These are my new sneakers, and you put them on, and you find out they're made in a third world country by little kids, and they fall apart after they get wet once. You're like. Fuck, my name's attached to that shit. Yeah. They gotta be like real you gotta be real sensitive. That's why Kevin's like, Whoa, slow your roll, lady. Just because you got Spider Man right now on top of the world does and you got Tom Hardy as Venom, you haven't done a script, you haven't you know, you I'm surprised Amy Vascal is still working for Sony, to be honest with you. <laughs> After that whole pack and all the emails that that was released with I her know, name on it. Yeah. You're like, how is she still working there? For Sony, like what, what debauchery did she do to keep that job? Like I have, you know, I have to know. She's like, I got tapes and all of you. Yes. You think I? You're lucky these emails are the only thing that came out. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, uh, you want one more? Or do you want to wait for bonus material? We can do a bonus material since it's uh, past time for us. So right. uh, we'll call it a night. All right. Um. Yeah, okay, you know, there's the Disney gets nothing from Spider-Man Homecoming box office take. I kind of already tied those two together. <laughs> yeah, there so you go. I won't have to worry about that one. <laughs> no, um, so you're going to give us a tease of the bonus material? Um, well, okay, I'm going to see if I can get this new Han Solo drama detail services. Film crew breaks into applause over director Ron Howard. Okay. All right. Um, I can, before we do go, there is one something. I mean, very rarely do I get on a, a little, well, I do get on soapboxes. Yes. But not necessarily in this bad way. Um, earlier in the week. Yes. Okay, we do a stupid little show. Okay. That, okay. All right. Let's face it. Okay, yeah. We don't, we don't. We, I agree with you. I'm not, I know uh, this is the dumbest thing we do all week. <laughs> There's a lot of dumb things we do through the years. Sean and I have done a lot of dumb things in our lives. 
This is probably the stupidest thing we do, but that's, there's a couple things that come close. But anyway. Okay, well, this is the one thing I, I mean, earlier in the week, and the only reason why I'm doing this is because I'm trying to get a couple things. I'm doing two items there, Ed. Okay. All right? I need to get activities because there was some activity on the show. Uh, la, 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 la. La, 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 la. Uh, come on. I don't think, uh, yeah, it's not going to work. Ah, uh, shit. All right. Well, anyway, this is what I want. Oh, here we go. All right. I wanted to uh, give a shout out to a bunch of people. Okay. Because earlier in the week, I posted that Gotham starred uh, Danilo Luge. Yes. Luge, social yes. media to look at his missing kid. Yes. You know, and we posted it on the Facebook page. Now, I, when we posted on the Geekers, when I posted on the Geekers page, I didn't think anything of it. I was just kind of spreading the word. Right. Hoping like, eh, you know what? Doing the, what I consider like a good deed. Right. I want to give a shout out to the people who did because we don't rely on anybody. Like as far as we do our own kind of marketing. Yes. We don't have like. What's this we wait, man? Well, I mean, what I'm saying is we don't have a, we don't have a show where we have to. We don't have sponsors. We don't right. have people we have to talk to and you know get money for the show. And, and like. Or I always like to say, too, we don't rely on the um, accolades of other people to help promote our show. Yes. Okay. We don't have like people coming in and going, I did this, so therefore, you know, you're I don't we don't we don't rely on running with coattails. Yes. Okay. Right. So when I posted it, I was like, Okay, well I'm just gonna post because it's a good thing. But I wanna I wanna say Lily Ramirez, Dem uh Demp Temp Taylor, uh-huh, all right, Ebony Colestine. Uh, okay, uh, Michael Anthony Lister, okay, Kristen Alora Camp, Kay Peterson, mm-hmm. Anime Secrets, all right? Okay. And Melanie Cobb, I'm sorry if I'm screwing up everyone's name, and the Geeky In Report. Yeah. They all they all copied and pasted our article to spread so they the shared, word. They shared they it. They shared yeah. it. Yeah. I just want to get, I mean, I know it's like something stupid, and I mean, I mean, it's stupid as far as me going out and saying, hey, thanks for spreading the word. But I mean, at the latest update, yeah. I, they still haven't found his daughter, yes, but it's still one of those like you know what? Thanks for doing a good deed. You didn't have to, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the same. If, if 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 it's something that we can do in a way, and it's not like a big deal, like we'll do it. Like I, I, so I appeal because a lot of times, <laughs> if, if it, it takes does, thirty seconds and not a penny if, of my if wallet, it doesn't. <laughs> if it doesn't require a lot of work, we'll do it. <laughs> well, we've, we've talked about doing like we we in the past we have talked about some charity things like trying to do. Sure. Certain things, and it always comes falls flat because it costs money. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Will you stop. It cost- wait, wait, you know what? Let me fix that. There we go. <laughs> so <laughs> I got a loud voice. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Anyway, we we were we want to do something, but it's like every time we it's always hurdles we have to go through, and there's all this stuff that we have to all this red tape basically that we'd right. have to go through, and it's. It's tough for us because it's not like this is our only job. Like, like we have lives, we have jobs, and you know, it's like if we could do more, we would. But you know, it's like just to do this show in a week is tough sometimes for us. You know, to, to get get through and get to get a, a complete show or somewhat of a complete show for for people to laugh at, right. laugh at us. I don't care. It doesn't matter as long as you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for us, it's always it's always nice when when something like this happens because we did get a lot of views based off the shares, which really helped us out a lot in in the last month. It was was really nice. It was like something that 
we, you know, we were happy to do what we did, what you did. I was like, wow, it was really nice for you to do that. You know, if I saw it, I would have done it myself. And it was like, but it was like, like the number grew to a huge amount. So a lot of people know who we are now. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> so it was like, damn it. <laughs> so that nice deed was like something like we were happy to do it because we want to, you know, help get the child back. It was basically the right thing to do. Right thing to do. Right. <laughs> so we did the right thing and it, we kind of got praised for a little bit. And I was like, well, that's nice. Like, like we got, you know, and like, we're expecting anything. Like we just wanted to do that just to do the nice thing and just move on with our lives and do the next funny, stupid fart and dick joke that we could do. That's right. <laughs> Karmic turned around and blessed you guys. Yes. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that's, I just wanted to give him a shout out as a thank you. Just yes, like, thank you very much. You know, um, anyway, fuck that. Now we can go <laughs> home and you know, do some bonus material because I guess my tease would probably be the uh, the round of applause that, uh, uh, what do you call it, Ron Howard got. Oh, I can't wait to hear this Also, one. too, apparently there was a uh, uh, acting coach was needed as well. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Ah. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> If you want to hear that gossip, you'll just have to download the podcast version that you can get on iTunes for free or wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can go to Google Music Play and find us there as well. That's right. But if you're not sure where, you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like and check on the About section. Or you can go to our our, our website, wordswithgeeks.com. There's also an About section there as well to find all the places you can download the show or stream it for free. And... If you want to, if well, no well, way. if you also go follow us on Twitter <laughs> and, and give us the thing, uh, follow us there on Twitter at, at Geeksters. I was getting the end, end show end song ready. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, you can contact Ed at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. See you next week, folks. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Welcome folks. back, everybody. Woo. And for those people who are faithful listeners of the shows, know that usually when we come back from things like this, it gives me like a little physical countdown of four, three, two, one points at me. This time he gave me the thumbs up, so I know we're in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was a, an astronaut, and NASA just gave me the all clear sign. <laughs> Leave that capsule. Do that spacewalk. Go ahead. All right, so I got a couple of news articles. Yes. One, I figured I just said, the new Han Solo drama detail services, mm-hmm. film crew breaks into applause over director Ron Howard. Oh. Okay. All right, well, so the following information, this is on geektyrant.com. Okay. This is, again, six days ago. Uh, so things might have changed, so take it with a grain of salt. The following information comes from THR. And it adds to everything we've previously heard, we previously talked about. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, according to the inside source, the two directors also weren't prepared to work on such a huge epic project. It was just too big for them. They say, uh, they say because of that, there were hundreds of cruise members waiting for direction, and they were not decisive. Hmm. This led to complaints from the production department. It also said the directors weren't convincing enough uh, weren't getting convincing enough performances from their cast. Because of this, at one point, an acting coach was brought in to help Alden Elrich, who's playing Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a quote. Um, Kasten said also to have been unhappy with the limited shots and displeased that Lord and Miller were calling out lines for the actors to try from behind the monitor rather than sticking with the script. Okay, Kastan is the guy who wrote the script. Okay. 
Um, he's also the guy who wrote the script for Empire Strikes Back. You mm. know, so the guy's got some, you know, got some major major cred, right? Um, a source close to the two directors offered a little info, giving us another side of the story. Though they collaborated, another, another quote: "They collaborated closely with their actors and give them creative freedom that, in their experience, brings out the actor's best performance." Uh, Lawrence Cashton would not allow this and demand that every line was said word for word. To appease him and the studio, Lord and Miller would do several takes exactly as written and then shoot additional takes. It's kind of in standard, though, if you're doing like... Your, yeah. Like, <clears throat> if you're doing... If you got a director who trusts the the cast, mm-hmm. they'll be like, okay, give me one like this. All right, now, just go with it. Like Sometimes you get a better line from the actor because they're, you know, they're feeling a moment at the time. Yeah. You know, instead of just reading everything that's on the page... <laughs> um, okay, the way things were going, obviously, it didn't work out. <laughs> okay, the report said that Lord and Miller were not prepared to have Castan come uh, become a shadow director. With an impasse, re- with an impasse reached, Kennedy finally pulled the trigger, fired two of them. Okay, after the directors were let go, it was announced Ron Howard be taking over. The crew apparently broke out into applause. That's how happy the crew was to get a seasoned, well-respected director on board to finish the film. So it sounds like the whole thing was just a nightmare on all sides. Um, thoughts? Well, the the thing is, you, you know, like that talking about the doing the additional takes. Like the most probably the most famous of Star Wars is the fact is is the scene where Han gets frozen in carbonite, and it was that "I love you" moment type of thing. Right, and, and he and, says, "I know." It's right, a classic moment, right? And that was like a, a last minute thing. That was an ad lib, right? Because he because it, it just they I love you and I love you too didn't really work, right? For the two of them for some reason, and it's like, okay, and, and it probably didn't. I, I I mean I don't see the footage, so I don't know. So well, I mean, but I, the, I think at that point, like I mean, you probably knowing how Harrison Ford thinks, he probably was like, well, I would never say that because that's just not hot. He would yeah. probably go the I know, yeah, like the cocky attitude, even his last. It, could possibly be his last dying words. He had to have a little bit of sass to him, like, yes. you know. <laughs> so that that makes sense, you know, in terms of doing right. additional takes with with freedom of the actor to do the lines, sure. you know, kind of thing. But again, like in the first part of that story, though, they were like giving them the lines. Basically, they were right. still spoon feeding them. Like, well, try it this way. Like, try this joke, or you know, yeah. like I, I imagine that's what probably was. that's what it sounds like would happen because it would be like, let's say, you know, it's like, oh, uh, I'm the actor, mm-hmm. and it's. Oh, you know what? Two droids walk into a bar. You just figure, what's so odd about that? They own it, you know? <laughs> and then off camera, you hear, okay, now try this one. Hold on, give me a second. Send them a, a uh, tell them that they love them like a stormtrooper. <laughs> I don't love you like a stormtrooper. Now, 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 you say, why? Okay, well, why? It's because I'm going to miss you. Because <laughs> I'm going to miss you? <laughs> like, <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> like, it could be, Craner probably not as good jokes as like that. <laughs> you know, like, oh, that was gold. That was gold. <laughs> that was, you, could, you could take that one. <laughs> Just give uh, it a little credit. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> you know, so it's like, when you watch it, like it mostly happens during comedic movies, like like strict hardcore comedies where 
and the director can think of a funny line or a writer will come up with a funny line right there on the set like that's what they did kind of in Deadpool mm -hmm. is the writers were actually on, it's one of the very few times usually the writer kind of gets from all the articles I've ever read all the interviews I've ever seen or shows and stuff after the writer hands in the script, he's usually not welcomed on set. Yeah. You know, because it's usually like, that's not what I put on paper. Right. Especially, you know, like if if I were, you wrote the script, I was shooting the script, and I'm reading this going, you know what, that's funny, but I think I can figure out something else. Right. If you're uptight, you're like, no, these words are gold. Yes. This is, this is the Bible as far as you're concerned because it's my vision. This is going to win me the Oscar. Right. At best, ask, best, best writing original screenplay, Ed. You know, <laughs> and Sean's over here trying to work on his best directing Oscar. Yeah, and try hopefully snag a best picture too while we're at it. <laughs> so he's going, no, I got something funny. I want to try saying this, and I guess it usually happens on like if you have like a Will Ferrell movie, or or like you know, said, case in point, Deadpool. Yeah. They didn't want the writers on the set, so Ryan Reynolds took money out of his own pay to pay the two writers to be there because they can come up with lines on the fly. Like, right. okay, you know what? This was funny. That was funny because we wrote it, but here's something funnier. Because when you write something, let's say, 10 days ago, at the time you think it's funny, but then when you read it 10 days later, you may go, ooh, that's not really that funny. Yeah. You know, because now I've just thought of something even funnier. Right. Like, so it gives, like, more, it's, it gives the, the script and the, the shooting more of a fresh approach. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like I said, I, I... I we talked about it on the show. Like they were kind of going full blown Ace Ventura comedy with the movie, and it was like, Ooh, I don't know if I can do that. Like <laughs> now, Ron Howard again. We talked about him being director. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Like I would see a trailer. Well, the, the, the you know I was thinking about this this past week about it, and it was just it was one of those type of things. I'm nervous about Ron Howard being director of a Star really? Wars movie. Yes, because you know he does great performances on like true story kind of things or just based on something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but like Ron Howard probably will have his own spin on it, which is fine. I mean, like every director is sure. going to have their vision of what they think based off the information they get from actors screenwriting production all that kind of stuff and he's going to go okay well this is great but we need a little bit of this or we need a little bit of that like he has his own idea that he's going to try to put his spin on it you know like like give his two cents basically i mean well that's the thing is if they're done most of the principal photography stuff is it going to be a case of like how john weed joss whedon stepping in to finish up the justice league with just kind of with some certain reshoots to help cohesive storyline mm -hmm. Or is Ron Howard going to be kind of going, okay, look, I got from, from I was told from my boss, who's paying for all this, yeah, that we need to make some significant changes, and this is what we're going to do. We are going to just do the script as is, and either will he be just filling in gaps, or will we be redoing, redoing scenes completely? Well, they're, they're, like the last article we were talking about this, he was there were there was going to be reshoots done during the summertime. Sure. So there are definitely going to reshoot some stuff of principal photography. So that gives me the fact is they're going to probably take a lot of the jokes out that Lord and Miller put in, right. just so that they go, okay, let's make this a true Star Wars film. And I think Howard could be the the yes man kind of mentality. I think so. Yeah. You know, and go. I know how Star Wars is. I've seen all the films. I don't want to ruin that kind of reputation uh, yeah, I don't just on my the, ego. Yeah, I don't want to be the guy that makes a shitty Star Wars movie. Right. They already did that. It was called Episode 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> <laughs> Still good. I don't care. 
I just like I said. I mean, I do think that he, because I just I they had um, an audio clip I heard of of Ron Howard at, talking about it. He's like, well, I've I've known about Star Wars since, you know, I was filming Corvette Summer with George Lucas and asked him what his next movie was, and he said this space adventure. You mean you mean Gregory Sorry, Corvette Summer was with uh, uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Sorry, I got my Star Wars guys mixed up. <laughs> So, I mean, that there was, like, you know, for lack of a better term, I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, <laughs> has, has been there since day one, almost, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that out there in the in, the, in, the, in social media, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan, I'm sure it's already out there. There's a lot more smarter people have already probably figured. Most people are doing the... Um, um, Arrested Development, kind of like voiceover, like you know where Obi Wan says like, "Oh, this, this, this," and then Ron Howard often does it, and it wasn't like you know <laughs> you ever, this is the most powerful weapon in the universe, and it wasn't like. <laughs> like <clears throat> there were some really good tweets. I was like, "Oh, that's good," you know, just because Arrested Development is a really good show. But so it also shows that he, Ron Howard knows comedy, yeah, because people really love. I mean. The rest of the album's a good show. Yeah. I mean, let's think it came back from the dead and it's got like, you know, it's on Netflix. Yeah. So. You, you kind of give a lot of credit yeah. for that kind of stuff. Um, Like I said, I'll, I'll be a judge when I start to, when I see a trailer. Yeah. That's when I'll be like, all right. Because I, I got to, I'm a little bit more, the kid doesn't really look like Harrison Ford. You know. Well, I've seen actually, there was a YouTube video out there of a guy who does like impressions and stuff. And he did like a short with Han Solo, right. and he did a really good I've job. I've seen that guy. He also does a Robin Williams. In yes, his, I wish I remembered his name. Yeah, I know Stacy's a fan of his Facebook page, and I think I am too, because um, he also does like Obi Wan, a young Obi Wan. He, he does, does a lot, lot of impressions, and he does a really good job of it. But I mean, like he can really embody right. Harrison Ford. I'm like, I'm like, wow, like that's like they should get that guy. Yeah, well, why didn't you hire that guy? Like. He, <laughs> He's just doing an impression. It's fine. That's I'm okay with that. That's right. It's, it's a dead-on impersonation. I'm, I'm like, I'd watch that movie. Yeah. I watched that short, I remember. Yes. You know, it's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, I do have one more article. Okay. All right, we talked about it on the show, and I glossed over it, but I want to get more detail. All right, ready? Yeah. Because it involves, you know, our favorite money and mouse. Okay. Disney gets nothing from Spider-Man Homecoming box office take. All right. All right, since Sony and Disney, this is his articles from uh, comicbookresources.com, I think it is. Okay. Um, Another good source. Yeah. Um, Sony and Disney announced their unprecedented partnership back in February 2015. Uh, according to LA Times, Disney plans to make up the difference through their Spider-Man merchandising rights. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sony will be taking the home, home all of the box office revenue. So, like, if the movie makes a billion bucks, it's going right oh, to Sony. Sony, right. But Disney's getting the difference through their Spider-Man merchandising rates, <laughs> which the company actually already had in place after acquiring them back in 2011. <laughs> the only money that passed hands at the time of the deal back in 2015 was a, as, was a producer's fee for an undisclosed amount with a Sony paid Disney up front. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like someone walked in and uh, like, look, we kind of need Kevin figures out. And all of a sudden, here, yo, you you want our help? 
got to pay the mouse <laughs> first. Or, he must give you his tribute. Yes. Kiss the ring on the third finger <laughs> out of the three fingers he has. Which one's the third one? It's the one that has the ring on it. They all have rings. This one's got the dollar symbol on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, the T.O. provides a glimpse into the two studios' drastically different approaches. <laughs> After a record-breaking debut with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, the character met diminishing returns with each sequel. Eventually, a reboot came to pass and accumulated the uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, which totaled out just over $200 million in the domestic box, box office. Roughly half the gross of, Sammy, of Raimi's first movie. <laughs> Marvel, on the other hand, was sitting pretty with their ability to turn just about any intellectual property into a gold mine. <laughs> so being able to creatively uh, dictate one of their most popular comic characters proved worth in the bold uh, proposition. Disney waves at no time introducing the wall crawler via, uh, via bit roll in Captain America Civil War mm -hmm. before spinning Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man Homecoming. So again, it was more like Sony's like, look, we need help. And someone was like, you, you, you want the help? Uh, go talk to the big man upstairs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hi, you know, it's me. <laughs> it's the mouse. So you come to me, Sony, looking for my help. What's in it for me? <laughs> well, well, we'll give you licensing rights. Oh, <laughs> we you think I was born fucking yesterday? I had those rights back in 2011. You're coming to me in 2015. Four years before you even thought of it, I already did it. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're coming to me. I knew back then in 2011 you were going to be coming. You were knocking on this fucking door. Now you're going to got to pay. Just because I say so. <laughs> I'm the mouse. The mouse is law. And up in this bitch. <laughs> You're lucky I don't change that fucking Spider-Man thing on his shirt to a fucking mousius. That's how much you owe me. <laughs> That's how much I own your ass, Sony. I, you know, I would love to see that. Like, I'd love to see probably make. They probably did it, and they probably tried, and it failed. Was you know they always have like a Mickey symbol in every movie for Disney because they're trying to sure okay subliminally go go spend more money right, at Disney. Right, right, right. So I wonder if they did that at Sony. You go look, you can <laughs> we get Spider Man, you know, you, you know, and then we'll help you make the movie, you know, and you'll make a lot of money, but you got to put a Mickey symbol somewhere <laughs> in this film. Nope. <laughs> Listen here. If you want to deal with the mouse, you got to pay. Because <laughs> we want the merchandising. You know, this is what we'll do. You give us a little something, something off the top, we'll let you our second in command, Kevin. He comes in, polishes up that turd real nice, gets you some cute little London boy who can jump around like a flea. And then, <laughs> and then we throw some red and blue tights on him, shoot him some web shooters. We get a little RDJ action because we own him too. <laughs> he comes in, says a couple few snazzy lines, gives that million dollar smile that RDJ has. You got yourself a movie. You guys can keep everything. All the money that it makes because I'm a generous mouse. However, any merchandising, we own. Now here's a here's a here's an interesting question. I don't know if it's interesting or not. Hey, oh. 
DVD sales, Blu-ray and DVD sales. Would that still go to Sony? Sure. It's still kind of merchandising. You're merchandising the movie other than the box office. Here's here. Okay, this is what's going to happen. While the movie rights will be Sony's, yeah. that Spider-Man mask that they're going to put in it for the little kids... It's going to be fucking Disney. Yes. So that's how they get the, like they did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles yeah. A little, I think there's going to, or how they did for Amazing Spider-Man 3 was the black mask. They're going to do it again, right? And we're going to put that mask back in this fucking, we're going to polish it up, make it red this time. Maybe we'll kind of be kind of funny. Well, like if you look one way, it looks like the eyes move open and close because that's what the kids like, right? <laughs> and then we're going to put that in there. And for every... We'll make it. We'll make it like a Best Buy exclusive, right? <laughs> and we'll charge an extra five dollars. So while you guys get the majority of the money for the movie, that extra five bucks comes to us because <laughs> we say so. You don't want us coming after you because who knows? We might just take. Have you heard what happened to the Fantastic Four? <laughs> <laughs> We didn't like it so bad. So much we hated it. They're non-existent in the fucking comic books. How do you think they're going to make their fucking money? That's right, they killed them. <laughs> I forgot about that. We whacked all of them. <laughs> all of them. Can Goofy you... went in, went, <laughs> shot them both back in the head. <laughs> all four of them. Even the thing, jackhammer to the back of the fucking head. All right? Non-existent. Now, I'm not saying we could do that with Spider-Man because he's our golden boy. He's like the goose that laid the golden egg. But who's not to say we got that that cute little black kid, Mexican, Mexican black kid, Miles Morales. We also got Spider-Man 2099. <laughs> Kids love him too. That Spider-Gwen is real popular, especially with the little girls. Who's to say that we don't make a Spider-Gwen movie because we own that? Not you. <laughs> Next thing you know, you see a cute little blonde girl in a white Spider-Man suit swinging by. Oh, cha-ching. People be like, Peter who? <laughs> Peter <laughs> Wipe you out. <laughs> You'll be swinging webs <laughs> down in Soho. <laughs> I honestly think that is never going to happen. Don't under. Do you know who where the fuck Reed Rich is at? No, you don't. Where? That's exactly right. <laughs> Invisible girl, literally. <laughs> the thing. That's what they. They don't know what he looks like now. That's right. The human torch, up in smoke. <laughs> You might say Reed Richards was stretched a little too thin. See what I'm saying? So you want to fuck with me, you can fuck with everybody. We'll make it so no one remembers Peter Parker. <laughs> now get the fuck out of here and make your homecoming movie. You crazy kids. <laughs> Peter who? <laughs> I, I'm... No, <laughs> Peter Parker. Yeah, park his fucking body in the what do you call it in the river over there. Park his fucking feet in a pair of cement shoes. 
toss him off the plank. <laughs> See how well he sticks to the water. <laughs> Sling out that one, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> Today, yeah. <laughs> I could, I could do, I could do gangster Mickey all night long. It's just, what do you call him? Stacy's got an actual mafia Mickey. Mafia Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you have it, folks. I mean, if you enjoy the show and you want to catch the shenanigans live, you can on Sunday nights starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on just about anything, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you contact Sean, you can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Gosh. <laughs>